This is Bob Decker of Questionable Records, and you're listening to Underground Apples. Welcome, Undergroundopolis, everyone. It is that time again. We are the people that get excited about those bottom three lines of the flyer. Oh, yes, we are. If you like this show, would like to support it for as little as 99 cents a month, you can go to the Anchor page, and there's a link there. Also, there's a Patreon, hopefully I say that right, page where you can support it. And if and if not, if, if you still want like this show and want to help us out, click that little thumbs up. Share the hell out of it. Tell your friends about it. And thank you for everybody for your support. Just a couple of quick little local announcements. Open mic at Dundee Tavern starts back up May 18th on Wednesday night, 7 to 10. You know how much fun it was the last two years, and it's only for the summer. Therefore, you be sure to get out because there is a, there is a uh, deadline. Waddy Stock, June 3rd and 4th, Friday and Saturday and Sunday. There, there, there's like an afternoon show. Line up there, 3938 Waddy Road in Waddy, Kentucky. $20 for the whole weekend, and it includes camping. And there's like a 100 bands going to play. It's bring your own whatever. Take that however you want to. It's on private property on a farm. It's beautiful out there. And everybody needs to come. And for the music festival, June 10th and 11th in Berea, Kentucky, same deal. Tickets are cheap. It's not the hottest damn day of the year yet. Camping's included, and it's a, it's going to be one big long party. And you may see a, somebody that looks a whole lot like me at all these events, but you'll definitely see me at all these events. Because guess, guess what? I'm covering them. Yeah, always. Always get the cool festivals. My, ne- my guests tonight, very excited. I'm just going to have them come right on. Tell us who you are and where you're from. Uh, we're the Blue Void. I'm uh, Blue, and uh, I'm Harley. And we are from uh, Atlantic City area, New Jersey. Right on. I get a lot of good New Jersey bands on this show. I tell you, Crow Teeth, and nice. Wax, Me- Wax Mechanics has been on, which I guess he's from more from Philly, but he's still a, he's yeah. in that li- he's in that little clique there. <laughs> yeah. Le- yeah. The, the Electric Talent Records guys. Are you guys with them? Yeah. Okay. No, we are currently independent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hey, nothing wrong with that, believe me. How did, how did Blue Void come together? We'll start out with the easy questions. <laughs> um, well, I was leaving the 
former version of Troll Teeth, which was called Slaw, uh, to make my own band, and it's <laughs> it started off as a southern rock. Um, and then I met, you know, Harley, and we uh, got together and started playing, and then... Uh, Something two- magical happened, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in about 2015, we uh, formed. Oh, wow, you've been at it a while. Yeah. Yeah, yep. So... How do, how do you describe Blue Void's music? Oh, it's it, a combination it, of a few different aesthetics or sounds. You can write um, it it's a, it, it's almost hard to describe sometimes. You know, a lot of people will say that we're heavy psych or we're doom. You know, we we just love so many genres. I hate to put ourselves in a box. You know, we we like going all over. <laughs> Understood. Say, you know, Heavy psych, uh, doom metal, you know, space rock. We'd like to rock hard and get heavy, but we also like to slow down and like get, you know, maybe a little bit shoegaze sometimes. Oh yeah, kind of like a melting pot. <laughs> oh, I bring this up often when Coleman Williams is on the show, which is Hank Three Son. He he always said like the worst thing you could do to an artist is to define them to one genre, and that always stuck with yep. me. I always yeah. thought he was a he was an extremely intelligent dude when I sit there talking to him. It's like wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which I was not that I was surprised. I should that sounds like I was surprised he wasn't a dumbass. I wasn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just that 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 one little line kind of stuck with. It's like damn, that that is brilliant. Yeah. I thank him for that. It is true. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. fun to have fun and experiment and just play what sounds good and you know makes you happy. If there were anybody you could narrow down that we saw live or on on TV, whatever, and it could be more than one answer, and you both can have answers, of course. Okay. If you saw that, he's like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to be a musician. Pink Floyd, definitely. I mean. Uh, I have been a huge fan of theirs through all their, you know, years. <laughs> and to hear you all jumped right into the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just jumped right overboard into Pink Floyd, you know. <laughs> I mean, they had so many sounds. They were doing so much experimental stuff for the time. Yeah, oh, and uh, and to hear that, all the different sounds they were making, with, you know, Echo Rex and... Uh, you know, all their various effects modules that they had in the back really just made you like, wow, I want to do that. I want to make that sound. Yeah, the um, that answer for me was pretty similar with The Cure. I, I just started listening to them in high school, and I had always kind of been into bass before. Um, I learned piano when I was young and learned guitar in high school, but just hearing The Cure sound and how versatile they were and just Simon Gallup's riffs, were just so awesome, and I had a friend in my guitar class show me a bass, and I just picked out a Cure song, and something happened, and I just, uh, I really got into bass and enjoyed playing along to songs I liked, um, and when I started hanging out with Will and learned how to plug a bass into a head of a I'm sorry, I just started rambling <laughs> about the sounds. I liked, I liked, you know, their, their chorus pedal that they used. Um, and we, you know, when we started recreating some sounds, it was very exciting. Um, so I kind of evolved through them, and Will kind of showed me how to take the inspiration I got from them and apply it to our sound. 
Do you have? Yeah, a- and you know, uh, com- combining, you know, uh, at some point, you know, jumped into Black Sabbath, and uh, you know, I was like, wow, what if Black Sabbath met Pink Floyd, and they combined their sound? I was like, I was like, you know what? I want that to be us. I want that to be the Blue Void. <laughs> That's a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> it is that is a that says it's a badass band because you got a badass name there, man. Who came up with that? So me and my buddy Ben, I told him because we were originally called the uh, the Beauty and Voodoo, and we, we changed it. You know, we're like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this name. And me and him went back and forth because he was in the old band with me, and uh, I was like, man, I need something good. I said. I said, my favorite color is blue. I was like, I love Pink Floyd and Sabbath. And we would just keep on sending each other, going back and forth with names. We we must have come up with over 60 different names. And then finally, he he was about to say, I give up. And he said, he's like, how about this? He's like, how about, um, what was it, the, uh, the blue black hole or something like that? I was like, nah, you know what? I was like, how about a void? I said, how about the blue void? And, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, I think that would work great. I'm like, yeah, I was like, that's, oh, you know, I'm going with that. Do you have a oh, particular, particular creative process that you do use to write songs? So it's always guitar first. <laughs> um, I'll be sitting there dicking around on the, uh, the, you know, guitar and I'll, I'll, you know, go through different riffs for a while. And then I'll find like a you know certain riff, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty good. Let me build on this, and just go back and forth. And then, uh, then I shoot the riff to Harley, and I'm like, you know, check this out. Let's see if we can do this. Yeah. Sometimes he'll be jamming on something, and I'll be like, wait, wait, keep doing that. I'm plugging in my bass right now. I have something in mind. <laughs> just keep doing that. <laughs> and we just kind of you know mess around and. Figure something out. And then uh, vocals is always last. I, I hate to say it, but uh, I have a hard time writing lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it's <too>. hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it comes easy to some people. It doesn't come easy to me either, man. It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's, I, I can come up with chorus on the spot, but when it comes to verses, my, my head's like a blank page. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially the first line. Nope. <laughs> I mean, the first line really decides what the song is going to really be about, and it's like, okay, how am I going to, you know, do this? It's hard. Yeah, I I used to write poetry, but it's always very short. Like, I can write a little bit, but I don't do it often, so I also struggle with lyrics. I'm not very helpful. We're moving into some of my favorite questions. What is the your favorite show that Blue Void has played? Mm. And why? Yeah, this, we're getting into tougher ones. <laughs> Can we each have an answer? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. There's a, we've had a couple really good ones. I, I think I, I think I'd probably have a tie. Yeah. Really, between <laughs> two, mm-hmm. um, and for completely different reasons. There was an underground kind of uh, place. It was basically like a college house full of uh, college kids. Um, I think it was called the Wormhole. And uh, we went there with Troll Teeth to uh, play a show, and it was like going down into this basement, and it, it looked like a pretty uh, 
dark, dark basement. <laughs> and we were like, oh, I don't know how this show's going to go. And then, uh, you know, by the time we started playing, the whole entire basement was filled with people. And there were beer kegs out, and everyone was just having <laughs> a grand time. That was part of my answer, too, that show with the wormhole. So, But um, if I had to put a tie on that, we played a show out in a field with one of our old drummers. You know, it was mostly playing to older folks, but we, we still had a, you know, a hell of a time. And uh, we were just jamming and really going at it. And a violin player came up. And then uh, they they really set up the green room for us real nice. We walked yeah. in there and there's, you know, alcohol like you couldn't imagine. And then, you know, <laughs> folks outside handing you joints and that's why it's tied for two different reasons. <laughs> yeah, that was literally my answer. Like the both of those shows are are pretty top for me. So yeah, we have the same answer. Well, here's the counter question: what What's your least favorite performance? I think so. For me personally, it was this one show we played in this rinky dink bar, and uh, I you know I pretty much blurred the name of the bar out of my head, but. Uh, <laughs> But it, and it was horrible because the bands we were playing with were so good for heavy stoner and doom and sludge. Like the bands were phenomenal, but the place was just so far out of the way for everybody that nobody showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so that ended up being my least favorite show. I mean, the bands were killer, and yeah. you know, they really deserved. Everyone there deserved you know more than what we got. But have you ever bombed on stage? We've had our moments. Of course, stuff goes wrong, yeah. but we, we try to I, uh, keep it together. We, you know, marching band vibe, I just try to find the downbeat. You know, I try to find some kind of downbeat, communicate with the drummer, make sure we can at least stay in time and have the appearance So, stay in time. So <laughs> we, I, we've never really bombed musically. My biggest thing is I love using vintage amps. Unfortunately, sometimes using vintage amps, to give you modern-day problems. <laughs> yeah, they sure and do. I, I did have that happen one time on stage, and my amp just completely cut out. And I was like, no. It was really And bad. we still had, like, four songs left, and I was, like, banging yeah. on the amp. I'm like, come on. And I, I just kept going and tried to remember as much as I could, and the drummer and I just kept going. I was like, the show must go on. It really sucks, but, you know, these things happen. Do you prefer the studio or the stage? Hmm. Depends on the kind of stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the kind of studio too. I'm not sure. You know, uh, if you would have asked me that in 2018, I would have told you the stage. Mm-hmm. But after you know COVID hit and all that, I think now I'm more you know prefer just recording stuff and putting it out. You know, if we could play a show here or there, that's fantastic. But yeah. more than anything, I want to get our music out there. I want people to hear us all over the world. To, you know, I agree. Really enjoy what we have to offer. What What's your favorite song to play live? Ooh, now that's the, probably the toughest question you hit. You can yeah. do a top three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Top, top three, fine. All right, cool. Uh, we have a, a, a song called Green Plant. That one's pretty fun. Um, I do love playing that one. Very stonery. Pretty heavy. Pretty yeah. stonery song. It, it really gets fun. the grooves out there. Yeah. Um, I'd say my next one. It's kind of more of like a dark, depressing song. It's called Frostlands. It, it, it feels almost like an epic doom song, but then, you know, I, I build up to this kind of lead guitar moment where it sounds almost like a Cure, you know, lead guitars, you know. So it's kind of like the Cure meets Doom. If I was to pick one more, 
Um, it would probably be the one that everyone else loves to hear us play. It's one called In the Darkness. It just really gets all the energy flowing and people, you know, real excited. It's groovy. And it's one of our oldest songs. That it was one of the songs from, like, the Southern Rock vibes when we first started hanging out. Been with us quite some time. <laughs> which which one is on the 666 Von Doom channel? You got you got, you got something on there, I think. Do we? Um, I think so. Let me go uh, look it up right now. It, it might be Run. That was another dark kind of song. Um, it was about the Black Plague. Hopefully, I'm not I'm not incorrect on this, which it's, it has happened before. <laughs> You're fine. No worries. No, you know, I'm I'm thinking it's Run. I'm pretty sure it was Run, and that one was uh, about the Black Plague. So, have you all toured any yet? Uh, we we attempted to tour. <laughs> it uh it kind of fell apart rather quickly. If I'm being honest. It was a series of going back and forth with musicians in different states and then, you know, venues. Um, I think my biggest problem is I should have looked for more underground venues and I was looking for more, like, bar venues. Yeah. And then, you know, some places ended up that they were double booked and, you know, they were like, well, we're going to go with these people because they have a local following here or, you know. We're just emerging. Or or there was a few that, you know, were like, was like, okay, we have it all together, and we're ready to do this, we could do this, and then last second, all the bands, like, drop out, and it's like, whoa, okay, what happened? <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It's hard, oh, man. Well. It is it's hard. hard. You're yeah. playing we still tour. ended up, uh, we still ended up playing in Buffalo, New York, which is quite a drive for us. It was and, really fun to go up. And then a few days later, we were in right. Philly for a couple shows, so, you know, it wasn't a complete loss, but I would have loved to play, you know, a few other places up, you know, north. Aren't you planning a tour right now, or like a run or something? So right now we're we so we just did a battle of the bands at the one university over here, um, and we're currently booking stuff right now. I've been going back and forth with a few different places in Washington D.C. and uh, Philly, and you know, uh, I'm looking for some in Virginia as well. So probably going to do a southern run. This time around, that would be amazing. I would probably come play the Wadi Fest. (laughs) (laughs) You come probably come play that thing. Well, see, the whole thing about that too is is a matter of uh, making sure I have the time to take off from work. You know, unfortunately, I do work full time job, and you know, yep, same. (laughs) And I have a whole crew I got to run. So really, it's like I, I, you know, I want the music to be the main forefront, but at the same time, I got to work around work. So. Yeah. <laughs> what what's your current album called? So right now the single so the, or latest, the latest single we put out was uh Sands of Time. Um it was more like a almost like a dark kind of acoustic y feel to it. Um and we're currently you know, wrapping up our uh first real album. We're just waiting on, you know, Two people to finish doing what they got to do, and we can send it off for mixing and mastering. <laughs> and then that one will be called Riders, and each song is the Riders of the Apocalypse. Anything you want to bring up before we wrap it up? You got a band camp, anything like that? Oh, yeah. Um, well, we got lots of stuff. <laughs> so we're on the bluevoid.bandcamp.com. We're on soundcloud.com slash the blue void, which is more of like a demo spot for us. Then we have, we're on Spotify. 
I'm pretty sure we're on Apple. You might be able to find some random videos on YouTube as well, mm-hmm. just looking up the Blue Void. Yeah, we're on Facebook too. <laughs> we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Georgia Peach, and here's your joke of the week. What did the zero say to the eight? Nice belt.